Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Here's Armstrong and Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. The Gettysburg Address and Abraham Lincoln bust were removed from the Cornell Library after a complaint. A bust of President Abraham Lincoln and a plaque of the Gettysburg Address have been removed from a Cornell University library. Someone complained that it was gone, says the biology professor there. The bust of Lincoln in the bronze plaque of the president's historic 1863 address, which I believe is considered like maybe the greatest thing ever written by an American in our history. Might um, as well be, yeah. Uh, uh, the display was missing a few weeks ago. Of course, they don't announce these sorts of things usually. He asked the librarians, what happened to the whole Lincoln bust and the Gettysburg Address thing? Told the display was removed after a complaint, but was not provided further details. The communications team for Cornell Cornell then had to answer questions, saying the display was uh, a temporary exhibit and uh, was now over. So there you go. Yeah, that sounds like bullcrap to me. Sure. You get a single complaint, and the man hailed as the greatest U.S. president by liberal historians, conservative historians, and the rest of the historians, and perhaps the greatest speech ever written, or certainly in that pantheon of the all-time great. Um, You remove that. That is... Mental illness. Uh, they quote a particular professor who said, when I take my students there each semester, I have one of them read the original in Lincoln's hand. They have one of the five original handwritten Lincoln copies there at Cornell. Right. Um, but they're no longer going to have a bust of Abraham, Abraham Lincoln or the plaque commemorating the address. So they have one of the original addresses. There are, there are many, many books that have been written about this one short speech. But, uh, you know, I, 
I'm I'm guessing their reasoning is the same sort of bullcrap you hear all the time of he didn't actually care about sl- I don't whatever crap they usually throw at the wall in this sort of thing. Yeah, I know it. Uh, and uh, height in the piece that we were just discussing is merciless in his description of how universities are getting dumber and dumber as they throw darts into their own brain and uh, and refuse to do the very thing that generated the greatest knowledge production in the history of mankind was the United States in the 20th century through our university system and we're now killing it with enforced orthodoxy of thought it's just it's unbelievable that that uh, we're permitting it i don't know who we are in this case i don't know how to stop it i'm doing my best on the show but what else can i do well have you ever had a meeting postponed here's one that was postponed in oregon which is absolutely the the world capital of woke nonsense i mean try as, as san francisco might or seattle or or la or whatever no the, the portlandia and, and oregon are the absolute dip essiest woke places on earth and actually i <laughs> i'm about to see uh, some beloved family members from that various part of the, that very part of the world but anyway oregon health officials delayed a meeting because urgency is a white supremacy value that's a quote the Oregon Health Authority is the big government agency that like dealt with uh, the vaccination drive and information about covid and whatever else the agency's Office for Equity and Inclusion, however, prefers not to rush the business of government. In fact, the, this is from Reason.com. The office's program manager delayed a meeting with partner organizations on the stated grounds that, and this was in the email, urgency is a white supremacy value. In the email obtained by Reason, Regional Health Equity Coalition Program Manager, who, that's six words. Who needs a six-word title? Regional Health Equity Coalition Program Manager Danielle Droppers informed the community that a scheduled conversation between OHA officials and a bunch of other organizations representing the public would not take place as planned. Quote, thank you for your interest in attending the community conversation between the Regional Health Equity Coalitions and Community Advisory Councils to discuss the Community Investment Collaboratives, wrote Droppers. God, these people have all swallowed a dictionary. Quote, we recognize that urgency is a white supremacy value that can get in the way of more intentional and thoughtful work, and we want to attend to this dynamic. Therefore, we will reach out at a later date to reschedule. That is a heck of a thing to say. <clears throat> so is that diversity, inclusion, and equity language for some people said they weren't ready for the meeting yet? We recognize that urgency is a white supremacy value. That can get in the way of more intentional and thoughtful work, and we want to attend to this dynamic. Well, you don't want to leave the dynamic unattended to. I mean, because then what do you have? An unattended dynamic, I guess. <laughs> Therefore, we'll reach out at a later date to reschedule. Uh, Ms. Droppers, she of the six-word title, did not immediately respond to a request for comment. The email was sent from her state government email address and drew sharp rebukes from many who received it. One of the community members in the alphabet soup of organizations that was supposed to meet with the OHA replied that, as a person of color, I'm calling BS on this. Another recipient, a health equity manager at a medical group, said she was thrown by the claim. Please educate me on what the state means by urgency is a white supremacy value, she wrote. Also, I'd like to know how this gets in the way of all those alphabets work. I've struggled all morning how to communicate the reason for the postponement to our community action council. 
Droppers did not follow up on her initial email, but a county health official responded, I, too, was taken by surprise on the statement, decided to investigate it further uh, for further comprehension, and wanted to share a link that I found. Uh, The link redirects to a website that identifies aspects of white supremacy. It was conceived and designed by Tima Okun, Okun, a white anti-racist educator whose ideas are very much like the infamous Judith Katz, a so-called anti-racism expert, who says that among white supremacist values are things like preferring quantity over quality, wanting things to be written down, Whoa, so like if I have a doctor's appointment Tuesday at 4 and I write that down, that makes me a white supremacist, I don't want to forget. Uh, Perfectionism is white supremacy. Becoming defensive. And yes, possessing a sense of urgency. And all of this stuff is included in your diversity, equity, inclusion training uh, materials so you don't become a white supremacist. Uh, Da-da-da. And... Also appears to be slowing down the operations of taxpayer-funded agencies in Oregon. The community's frustration is understandable. Government employees who are unprepared for meetings should not cite white supremacy as their excuse. Boy, that's some pretty good analysis by reason. Somebody wasn't ready for the meeting, so said, uh, urgency is uh, a symptom of white supremacy. I wish I'd have thought of that. And so I'll have the report next week. I wish I don't want to be a white supremacist. That would have helped me out of a lot of jams with term papers. Everybody turn in your paper. Do today. Uh, Excuse me. Pardon me. Urgency is an aspect of white supremacy. Uh, What? They would have said for the entire history of the republic until about two years ago. Well, I just Hilarious. had I just had an emotional reaction to you saying that. I don't know what grade, I don't know what teacher, but I can kind of <laughs> picture the room, a flashback of it's time to turn something in and everybody getting their papers out of their folders or whatever and me not remembering today was the day. Oh, God, that's the worst feeling in the world. Oh, I know, I know. I took one class in college that I think... Boy, Gladys really getting a workout today. Uh, evidently, I was trying to... Let me get this phrase right, folks. Sorry. Um, I was trying to attend to the dynamic that urgency is is a symptom of white supremacy. Um, and so I didn't show up for the first day of this class. It was actually confusion about scheduling. Um, and on that first day, the teacher explained a project that was going to oh. be due like six weeks hence. And it never came back up again in class. I had the same thing happen to me once. And uh, on the day that she announced, okay, everybody uh, turn in your uh, Zambofluitz uh, paper with the uh, the uh, Jim uh, Blitz uh, graph. And I'm like, the what now and the what? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it wasn't one of those, oh, my God, that's due today. It was a, what are you talking about? Right. <laughs> At least I wasn't stressed that I wasn't getting it done. I was blissfully unaware it even existed. I took chem lab and made it through clear to the end of chemistry class, doing very well, by the way. Always wondering, I wonder when we're getting to the lab portion of this. And I somehow had, like, missed, I I never missed class in college, but I'd missed a class where they talked about the lab and assigning your lab partners and when you meet and all that sort of stuff, and it never came up again in class. So everybody was going to the lab 
several times a week the whole semester, and I wasn't. Wow. And I didn't find out till the end of the semester that I was completely missing out on, like, the point of the class. Wow. And uh, I ended up going and um, making it all up by myself in one very long day in the lab alone. But, oh, that was a bad feeling when I realized that. I actually called the professor at home and talked to him. Dr. Max Pickerel, brilliant guy, was involved in the uh, Manhattan Project and making the nuclear bomb. Anyway, um, really interesting dude. Anyway, he started laughing. He said, I'm sorry. It's tragic, but it's humorous also. It's just... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's tragic, but it's humorous. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that was a bad... that, That feeling, though, of... Oh my God, I am so unprepared. I'm completely, I'm lost. Oh, that's a bad feeling. Oh. I'm going to have to admit it in front of other humans. Right. <laughs> it doesn't get better in adulthood either. Uh, can I see you after class? <laughs> <laughs> well, if only you had attended to the dynamic that urgency is a white supremacy value. Oh. I'm not going to urgently go to lab and be a white supremacist. <laughs> I'm going next week. Yeah, racist. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. I got my sexy pants on. The Armstrong and Getty Show. A medical first, Joe. Doctors transplanted a pig heart against the pig's will, I'm guessing. Pig signed a form. Should have read it. Doctors transplanted a pig heart Put your hoof here. into a patient in a last-ditch effort to save his life. And he's doing well three days later. Nothing else was working, so they gave him a pig. How about a pig? We got any pig hearts around? Give him a pig heart in him. See if that helps. Nothing else is working. <laughs> See if it beats. <laughs> Jeez. Well, now, it was, wasn't it like a, a he heart was, developed specifically for the purpose as opposed to just murdering a pig and yanking its sticker well, it was out a, of its poor piggy chest? The, well, I don't know if the pig was in a car wreck or committed suicide. I don't know where, I don't know what happened to, it was a total eclipse of the pig heart. But uh, this guy uh, was not eligible for a human heart transplant for a variety of reasons and had no other option. It was either die or do the transplant. So they took a shot in the dark and jammed a pig heart in him. Poor pig that had a house of straw and perished in an unfortunate (laughs) wolf-related accident. (laughs) Luckily, his uh, organs went to, to save others. His more forward-thinking brother has uh, been quoted as saying, I'm just glad that he lives on in our memory. <laughs> He'll be missed. Uh, yeah, I guess it was a genetically modified pig heart. It was not a regular pig heart. It's a, they're, they're working on getting, and, and you know, as long as we're eating their bacon and taking their hams, we might as well have their ticker as well. They geneti- genetically modify these hogs, and so we can use their organs. So I'm guessing making it bigger for one thing, right? Or no, I guess it wouldn't need to be bigger because it's a bigger beast than I am. If, if my heart can pump blood around my 185-pound body, a 500-pound pig certainly has got a heart oh, that do the trick. In fact, it might be too much. Got blood squirting on my ears. Hey, take it down a notch. <laughs> it'd be it'd be a huge upgrade. Listen to this. This is sobering. Yeah, it's like you a know turbo. how I hate to be sober. It's like a turbo heart getting a pig heart. Yeah, I could probably run around this building at uh, the speed of sound. Right. It's like you got a dinghy with a giant five hundred horsepower, yeah. you know, mercury engine on the back of it. Um, listen to this. This is sobering, friends. Some thirty eight hundred Americans 
oh, sorry, uh, received human donor hearts last year's replacements. Um, uh, that about a dozen people on the lists waiting for organs die every day. How many? A dozen a day waiting for Ooh, you know boy. hearts or, or kidneys or or whatever. Yes, Gosh, we, we, you'd think we could do better than that. So this guy said he had no choice, he, and he agreed to it because he was going to die otherwise. Imagine the being put under thinking, I'm either not going to wake up or I'm going to wake up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that happens. And what? I don't think people squeal if they've been given a pig heart. And I'm going to have an, I'll be alive and have just an untouchable desire to roll around in water to cool myself off. Again, I have not examined the patient myself, but I'm not aware of that tendency at all. <laughs> uh, wow. Wow. We can't give you a human heart. You don't qualify. But maybe we can use one from an animal, a pig. It's never been done before, but we think it'll work. Last year, there were 3,800 heart transplants in the United States, a record number. You know what's really funny? Getting a new heart is a big deal. I mean, that's outside of getting a new brain, that's about as big a deal as you can get. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the doctor was actually explaining to this guy that we're going to use one from an animal, a pig. It's never been done before. And the doctor says, I wasn't sure he was understanding me. Then he said, well, doc, will I oink? (laughs) He actually said that. Yes, he did. And that's when the doctor knew that he understood and and could knowingly give his... uh, and what was the doctor's answer? Maybe. Xenotransplantation, Jack. The process of grafting or transplanting organs or tissues from animals to humans has a long history. Uh, goes back hundreds of years, actually. In the 60s, chimp kidneys were transplanted into some human patients, but the longest recipient lived was nine months. Of course, if you're about to die anyway, you might take it. In 1983, a baboon heart, I remember this, yeah. was transplanted into an infant. Baby Faye, they called yep. her. She died 20 days later. Chimp um, kidneys. Yeah. Pigskin has been used not only for footballs, but as temporary grafts for burn patients. Okay. The humble uh, pig. And, pig. Look at, and look at the way we treat it. We raise them, fatten them up, slaughter them to eat. Yeah, well. Here they are providing organs to we. As a species. Pig heart valves routinely transplanted into humans. Uh, patients with diabetes have received porcine pancreas cells. If you ever want to say, if you ever want to come off as fancy and you're discussing uh, uh, pigish matters, use the term porcine. Okay. Uh, so I guess that's that's about it for now. Uh, I, that's crazy. That's funny. I, 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 uh... I'm afraid of very few medical things. It just I've always thought, you know, once when I'm asleep, you can do whatever you want. Uh, that's what I felt about my gallbladder or anything else. But man, getting a new heart—that just seems so oof. Man, taking out my heart, putting in a different one. Yeah, that's a big yeah. deal. Well, even a human heart—I mean, that yeah. would be, you would have to have a fair amount of counseling and prayer and, and meditation and whatever else to to deal with it. But if it was, you know. A porcine heart, if you will. You're really with liking a bunch the, of genetic uh, modifications. You're really liking the fancy pig word. I am. Great deal. I am kind of porcine for the word. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. I am proud of our entire team in the L.A. County District Attorney's Office. We cannot prosecute our way out of social inequalities, income inequalities, the unhoused, the desperation that we have. The infamous clip of L.A. County D.A. George Gascon redefining the job of district attorney in a bizarre and strange way, a clip that struck us the day he uttered those words, and we've played it many times. Uh, He's revealed himself to be a radical uh, anti-law enforcement activist uh, in a way that people hadn't exactly anticipated, although he'd uh, brought his record from Northern California to Southern California, and it was ignored, unfortunately. If you love the great cities of the blue west coast of America, as Jack and I do, it's just a shame to see the way they've degenerated. Um, and George Gascon has been a, a leading force in letting that happen, at least in L.A. Now, having said that, 
Uh, we're welcoming to the Armstrong and Getty Show John Hatami, who is an American prosecutor serving as deputy district attorney in the complex child abuse unit in the office of the L.A. County District Attorney. He's been a prosecutor for 16 years, and he, though working there, has come out forcefully against Mr. Gascon and his policies. John, welcome. How are you? Good, good. How are you doing? Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. You know, it's funny because we will occasionally rail against what's going on in L.A. and uh, and San Francisco and Sacramento and Portland and Seattle. And, and people say, well, if you don't like it, why don't you leave? No, that's the point. We love it. We love the West Coast. We love the cities of the West Coast. We don't want to see them die. So anyway, having said that, what has it been like working there at the L.A. County District Attorney's Office under Gascon? Uh, what's the reality as opposed to what Mr. Gascon's tried to pitch to the media and the folks in the public? And I think the first thing you said, though, is, is, is right on, is that we're not leaving. Like, I'm not leaving. I'm raising my children here. My wife works here. This is my home. And so we have so many people that I think are moving. Uh, I think people need to stay in Los Angeles, stay in San Francisco stay in California and fight, um, fight to, to, to make our community better and safer. And so they want us to leave. They want so many good people to leave. And, you know, uh, I was in the infantry um, before I, I went to college, and uh, we learned that well, we run towards the battle, not away from it. And so I'm not leaving, and I, I hope most people in California don't leave and stay uh, and fight. As far as our office goes, it's, it's really difficult. Um, Almost 98% of the deputy district attorneys in the office voted to support the recall of George Gascon. He has about five people in the entire office of thousands that actually support him. Um, His office is completely bare. Um, He has no pictures in there. He's been there 18 months. Um, It looks like he just, you know, is ready to to get out of there as quick as he can. Um, I haven't met him in 18 months. That's technically my boss. He's never come up to my office. He's never talked to me. He's never said hi. He's never asked me any questions. I'm one of the leading child abuse prosecutors uh, in Los Angeles, and I've never talked to the district attorney in, in a total of 18 months. Um, he doesn't like any of us. Uh, he doesn't believe that we do a good job. Um, he's only hired public defenders in the office. Um, he puts us down. The people that he's hired have put us down. Uh, he has about 10 DAs who are suing him. Um, uh, there's so many people who have filed grievances against him. Um, it's pretty much uh, a revolt where, you know, where the, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, and, and I know you'll keep this gentle, gentlemanly and professional, but what's the story with the guy? Is he just a complete radical who believes the prisons should be empty and, the only reason people commit crimes is because the world has been uh, mean to them, or, or what? I, I think you're right in some aspects. First off, I think people need to realize he's not a good person. Um, he's a narcissist. He only cares about himself. He's surrounded himself with yes people. Um, he doesn't collaborate with anybody. He doesn't want to hear any different opinions. Um, he just pretty much cares about himself, and he believes that he's right and everybody else is wrong. Um, I think that George Soros and a large group of people gave him money, and now they're beholden. Uh, I mean, now he's beholden to them, and so he's got to do what they want him to do. And, you know, he believes in defunding the police. He believes in abolishing prisons. 
He believes the real victims are murderers and rapists. He doesn't believe that uh, victims are actually people who are hurt or killed. Um, he doesn't so believe people, in our so, so people who are not familiar with this, um, I hate to say you all, uh, but the department is turning loose dangerous offenders regularly, correct, in the way that hasn't been done in the past? Very true. Very true. Um, they're, they're releasing a lot of individuals from prison uh, based on realignment, uh, based on a, a number of, of uh, legislative um, policies and things that they've had people vote for. Uh, uh, and so we have a large amount of dangerous individuals being released. George Gascon's made it worse. Um, he doesn't allow prosecutors to go to parole hearings. So we're the only county in the entire state the only county that doesn't send prosecutors to parole hearings. So family members um, have to go to parole hearings by themselves and they have to face the murderer of their son or daughter uh, or, or loved one. And they've been abandoned by George Gascon. And, and George is doing that because he wants people released. Uh, he believes that the CDCR knows better than all of us. And he thinks they're smarter than all of us, which they're not. Um, and so we have a large group of violent individuals uh, being released, um, and they're now hurting other people, um, and and it's just it's a, it's a tragedy. Uh, we even 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 in our county, just recently, George Gascon gave um, a, an individual with a very long record, uh, over ten to fifteen years, with a strike. Uh, he struck the strike just because it's his blanket policy, and then he gave this gang member who had a gun uh, probation, and less than a year later, he killed uh, two police officers, two innocent police officers who are fathers, who are husbands uh, in El Monte. Well, and I think it's worth pointing out that uh, though uh, activists like Escon would portray this as somehow uh, a racial deal or, or trying to end white supremacy or something like that, I know there are so many black victims of crime, Hispanic victims of crime that are beside themselves with uh, anger at Gascon's policy because they're the ones being hurt. Yeah, you know, my community... Um, the community community of color, um, we, many of us are, are victimized the most by these policies. Uh, people don't realize that um, so many individuals in my community are, are being victimized um, and, and, and are being abandoned by George Gascon. I'm going to tell you something. I hope your listeners are listening to this. Uh, I'm very much into public safety and making sure our community is safe. But I also believe that we do need to fix the system and look at the system and, and implement reforms um, that benefit all of us. But we should never sacrifice public safety. My community is a very pro-family community. Uh, my community is a very uh, pro-public safety community. And, and, and we believe in, in following the law and order and protecting children and protecting families. We also want our, our, our community uh, to be treated equally. We also want it to be treated fairly. But that doesn't mean we don't want public safety. That doesn't mean we don't want the district attorney to prosecute crime. That doesn't mean we don't want the district attorney to follow the law. That doesn't mean we don't want the district attorney to make sure that we're safe. George Gascon is against public safety. He's against following the law. He only wants to follow his own political ideology. And, you know, there is no reforms here. Releasing bad criminals to hurt other people, that is not a reform. That is not progress. That's not helping anybody. It's only hurting our communities. And that's really all George Gascon did when he came into office. He instituted blanket policies that failed to follow the law, evidence, or public safety. And for 18 months, 
He's endangered everybody here. Our homicide rates at a 15 year high. Um, our, our gun violence rate is over 64% higher than it was when we first came here. Um, almost all of our, our crimes uh, have increased, including grand theft auto, uh, burglary. We have smash and grab robberies. We have follow home robberies. It, it, it really has become a very lawless place here in Los Angeles. And most communities of color, my communities, are not for that. We're for protecting families and for protecting children. Of course, John Hatami's on the line. John's a deputy at the L.A. District uh, County District Attorney's Office. He's uh, trying to uh, aid in getting his boss, George Gascon, recalled. And, John, before we let you go, I just want to say on behalf of um, you know citizens and parents and anybody with a living soul, that you and the folks who deal with child abuse cases, um, I know en- uh, enough about this to know what difficult work this is. Uh, thank you for the sacrifices you make in protecting kids, because that's rough. It's, you know, I hope people also are listening to the fact that I've been doing this for 16 years. For the last 10 years, I've handled child physical and sexual abuse cases. I've handled thousands of these cases, and children are our most vulnerable and we have an obligation to protect them. When George Gascon came into office, he told me and everybody else in the office, if you torture and murder a child, we're not going to charge the special circumstance, no matter what the evidence is. If you break a child's ribs or break a child's arm, we're not going to charge the great bodily injury allegation, no matter how serious that is. If you commit felony child abuse or domestic violence, we're going to give that person zero bail. I want everybody to think about those things. Because these are vulnerable victims. George Gascon implemented these policies on day one. Somebody who was a DA for eight years in San Francisco and a police officer for 30 years. What does that tell you? George Gascon is not a good person. He knew better and he implemented these policies and he endangered all of our children. And and he deserves to be recalled and kicked out of office. John Hatami, John, this is troubling stuff indeed, but uh, so glad you you gave us a couple minutes to talk. Uh, Great to talk to you, and keep fighting the good fight, okay? Thank you so much. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. 
Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. I forewarned you. Let's go, Brandon. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Came across this piece in the Atlantic. Alec McGillis wrote it. It, it, It's of a kind of a more lefty orientation than I come from, but it was full of really great information about some of the primary reasons crime has surged. And, and we're familiar with some of it, the pullback of policing in the wake of Ferguson, George Floyd, right? The defund the police idiocy. Uh, the cops are not getting support from, uh, their, their city councils and their mayors or whatever. Every cop constantly under scrutiny. Um, I mean, there are a bunch of things that factor into the rise in crime. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't doubt any of those. Uh, a lot of those are policy decisions, so that you know they're worth arguing about and changing if you can. Also, something happened with COVID. It made us crazy. All kinds of strange things have happened around COVID. I would agree, and we'll get back to COVID in a second. But then you have to look at Cal Unicornia with their idiotic turning people loose uh, resolutions and and. and and the ballot measures and the rest of it that's just progressive DAs, they're a factor in it, too. But one thing that hadn't really occurred to me, and they make it clear in this Atlantic article, um, is that the courts substantially shut down during COVID. And so it caused this enormous backlog of cases and people who ought to be jailed and the rest of it. And it screwed up the system in a very significant way. Oh, yeah, I remember because this was at the beginning of uh, me getting divorced. And it was just impossible to get anything going because everything was Zoom and everything was so slow and nobody was getting into the office. And that was for, you know, uh, non-crime court stuff. Yeah, what a mess. Yeah. So the, this article starts with this 40 year old, year old guy. He's a loser. He's a drunk. He's an addict or whatever. And he, he tries to steal something from a liquor store. Uh, long story short, he gets arrested and held on some reasonably serious charges, armed robbery because he had a, a small knife with him, uh, that he brandished, aggravated assault, et cetera. Uh, and so he was held without bail at the Metro Detention Center in Albuquerque. And he was supposed, his crime was supposed to be fast tracked, but he spent something like a year in jail before his psychotic cellmate beat him to death. Oof. And this article is making the point, really from both sides of the equation, that um, we're not getting justice. We're not getting bad people taken off the streets. Now, this guy was held without bail, but that's a rarity. Um, and at the same time, people accused of crimes are not getting a speedy trial. Oh, boy. Not even close to it, which wow. is a constitutional right. Sure. Uh, let's see. Where do I want to jump in? Oh, my God. Uh, what a terrible story. 
Yeah. Meanwhile, new cases kept pouring in, partly as a result of the surge in violent crime that accompanied the pandemic. The nation's homicide rate rose by nearly 30% in 2020, another 5% in 2021. Then they go into some of the... uh some of the the reasons why, but uh, prosecutors confronted with a growing volume of cases decided not to take action against certain suspects who went on to commit other crimes. Victims or witnesses became less willing to testify as time passed and their memories of events grew foggy, weakening cases against perpetrators. Suspects were denied substance abuse treatment or other services that they normally would have accessed through the criminal justice system with dangerous consequences. Above all, experts say the shutdowns undermine the promise that crimes would be promptly punished. The theory that, quote, swift, certain, and fair consequences deter crimes is credited to the late criminologist Mark Kleiman. The idea is that it's the speed of repercussions rather than their severity that matters most. Oh, I want, I want to think about that from child, from a child-rearing standpoint. So it's the speed of the repercussions for your actions more important than the severity of the punishment. That's interesting. Swift, certain, and fair. That's a great set of ideals to go for in in punishment, crime and punishment, huh. dis- discipline of any sort. Um, and so, as uh, yeah, because un- act- unfair makes people resentful, and they're they're more focused on that than they are correcting their behavior. Right. I'm back. I'm right. thinking Absolutely. about parenting, but I'm sure it works the same way. And so this one guy who's an activist uh, for Safer Streets, uh, as he put it, closing the courts sent a message, quote, that there are no consequences and there's no help, which is really powerful. Uh, Let me skip ahead to one more section that I found really interesting. Uh, They mention uh, the story is set in Albuquerque, 600 miles east in Wichita, Kansas, where we started our careers together. Um, authorities had worried uh, from early in the pandemic about the effect of closing courtrooms. They decided to do something about it. Uh, violence had surged in the spring, early summer of 2020, as it had in so many places. Wichita police saw a sharp rise in drive-by shootings. And officials noticed something else, said then-police chief Gordon Ramsay, not to be confused with the bellowing, red-haired celebrity chef. Quote, <laughs> Many suspects arrested in the shootings were defiant, suggesting that nothing would come of the charges against them because the pandemic had shut down most of the court system. Oh, boy. Defendants were, as a result, disinclined to take a plea deal. Why plead guilty to avoid a trial when no trials were happening anyway? And so the cop, the head cop, Ramsey, contacted, uh, contacted the Sedgwick County District Attorney and others about the need to get the system back on track as soon as possible. And he found some allies. And so... Wichita did a much better job of reopening their courts and getting their justice system going again. And, you know, add this to the list of, with all due respect to the how many people died from COVID thing, it's difficult to put your finger on. It's probably a million Americans. It's a tragedy. It's terrible. Different stats suggest different numbers. But we must never forget the incredible expense in lives and, and misery and the rest of it in shutting the world down because of COVID, including in terms of crime. And, uh, you know, we could, we could talk about this all day, but, uh, the echoes that go outward from, uh, what, what, what was it the guy said that was so good? There are no, uh, uh, no consequences and no help. 
Therefore, the cops see somebody turned loose over and over and over again, and they think, what the hell? I'm not going to risk my neck to arrest this guy. There was a case in uh, in New York. This guy was arrested for the 18th time for felony auto theft in a 15-month period. That's, Same dude. Wow. So that's more than once a month. <laughs> and as any cop can tell you, any stop, especially any arrest, can turn violent and ugly and deadly. And so after you see the guy, you know, uh, for the 16th time turned loose... Are you going to risk a dangerous encounter with them when you know there's no courts being held? He's not going to be tried. He's not going to go to jail. He's just going to be out again tomorrow. So it had this outward ripple effect, like in all directions, where everybody's like, what's the point of doing my job? This is stupid. That's horrible. So whether you're a court system, a teacher, or a parent, what were those three words again for the punishments? They need to be swift, swift, certain, and fair. Swift, certain, and fair. Gotcha. I need to work on that. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. 